The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes to the 20 thousand people in over a thousand regions across the globe who listened to our show in the first three months of this year and specifically to our listeners around the world in Canada, Australia and Trinidad and in the states of Iowa, Ohio and New York. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook. 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul. As you learn to hear the still, small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. Because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, it is through this connection that miracles occur, like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Open your heart to the divine. The divine is love. Bring this loving presence into yourself by saying, you are love as you are loved. I am love as I am loved. All is love as all is loved. Just saying these words will bring more love into your heart, into your life, and into the world. I say them every morning. I recommend that you also say them at least once a day. My next workshop 
will also help you open your heart to the divine, connecting with your soul, asking and receiving. The idea of asking for what we really want is so foreign or frightening to most of us that we don't even let ourselves know what we really want. When you ask a child, they'll say, I want a castle or a million dollars. An adult will say, a good night's sleep. What happened to our dreams? Dare we even think about our deepest desires, let alone ask for them? And is it okay to dream big or is that being greedy or selfish or ungrateful? And did you realize that you can have a good night's sleep and a lot of money? It doesn't have to be a choice. What if you knew the truth that your soul's purpose is to live in joy, to live the life of your dreams? In this workshop, you will clarify your soul's desire, release the fears that block your receiving, learn the most successful ways to ask, understand the co-creation process, learn how to recognize what you are receiving, ramp up the power of manifestation with gratitude, love, and acceptance, learn how to be content and still ask for what you want. Recognize silver linings along the way to reaching your goal and leave with new techniques that will help you live your dreams. We'll be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas this Sunday, April 10, from 2 to 3.30. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and happier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Matthew McKay, who will talk with us about his journey from skeptic to believer and communicating with his dead son. Last week, we spoke with Kira Asatrina about the new epidemic of loneliness. Not only do the statistics prove that this is a serious problem, but more and more I hear people talking about loneliness. The simple solution is to get to know yourself and to take good care of yourself. Most of us are so focused on what we think we should do and who we think we should be that we have lost touch with the most important person in our lives, 
ourselves. We have lost touch with who we really are. Combat loneliness by filling yourself with self-love and with love from the divine. When we have this kind of love, we may be alone, but not lonely. To learn more, listen to last week's show by going to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. My silver lining story today is on this topic of being alone without being lonely. The other day I was dealing with that exact situation. My friends were not available and I wanted company. So instead of feeling abandoned, upset, or lonely, I decided that it was a beautiful day and I would take advantage of it. I got my things together and went to a nearby park. It was absolutely magnificent. The spring flowers were in full bloom. I got out of the car and saw a man playing with his dog. I started a short conversation and we shared our enjoyment of the day. I looked up and saw the birds looking down at me and talking directly to me. I don't know what they were saying, but they were so insistent that I talked back to them as I soaked up the beauty of their song and elegant shape. I thanked them for filling my ears and soul with such delight, and then I took in the amazing array of flowers and their colors. With gratitude, I noticed the gardeners who does, who keep everything so beautiful and thought about the landscape architect who created the garden's design and all the people who planted it and all of us who walk by the park sit in it and love it and then my thoughts went to gratitude to God for putting all this beauty on earth and inspiring people to care for it and for my guides who led me to this spot today so that I could fill myself with the wonder of life and of the connection to my fellow human beings and to nature, including the flowers, the birds singing, the dog swimming in the pond, and the man who was patiently waiting for his dog to be satiated, and who had had the kindness to bring his dog to this place and to talk to me, a complete stranger, so I could share the beauty of the day and his dog's happiness. How can you be lonely in the midst of all of this? If I hadn't been alone, I would not have had the silver lining of this experience that made feeling lonely impossible. I truly felt fortunate. In this state of joy, I started thinking about my sister and how we shared a love of gardening with our mother and her sister. All of them created such beauty indoors and outdoors with their love of flowers, plants, and trees. And although I felt a moment of sadness that my sister is no longer here on earth, I know that I can connect with her anytime I want through the beauty in nature and through our conversations. Although I miss her in the physical realm, I know that she was not happy in this lifetime and is truly happy now 
loving the work that she does on the other side, helping families with children of cancer, experiencing the body that she never had here on earth and was able to create in heaven and giving big celebratory family dinners that she shares shares with all of our ancestors. I love that she is happy, and so I continue to love her and feel her love and allow her to be at peace on the other side, knowing that we can talk and feel each other in ways ways that we never could when she was alive, and that Someday, our spirits and souls will reconnect when I move into the heavenly plane. We've had a long history of many lives together with what much pain, love, and joy. How nice to feel only the joy of her current happiness, the warmth of the sun on my face, and the beauty of all that is. How lucky we are, and I would have missed all of this. If I hadn't been alone today, but certainly not lonely, as I look up, I see that the goldfinch is still talking to me. She probably told me everything that I just wrote, even though I can't verify that as a fact. I do know, however, that goldfinches represent the borders between the seen and unseen worlds. Someday I'll know for sure what the birds are telling me, even though I can't do that today. I enjoy what I have now as I look forward to the day when I can really talk to the animal kingdom in the same way that I do to my relatives in heaven and to my friends on earth. If this sounds a little fanciful to you, it is not. There are people who do communicate with cats, dogs, birds, and other animals. We just need to know that this is possible and open ourselves up to hearing what we didn't know we could hear. There's a current movie that gives us a window into the unseen world. The movie recounts the true story of a little girl in Texas who had an incurable disease. She experienced a healing that could not be explained by the medical profession. Thus the title, Miracles from Heaven. This is not a story about a particular religion. It is a story of faith and the miracles that happen more often than we realize. The experience that the little girl recounts is so in line with what I have experienced that I want to share it with you. There's a scene that I want you to pay particular attention to. Although the little girl, Anna, doesn't name the place she's taken for her healing, It is depicted in the movie exactly as I've seen it when my guides led me there for my own healing. My guides called it the golden fields of love and said all of us can go there for healing. It's a physical place on the other side that is on a plane just before you enter heaven. There are golden flowers mixed in with other colorful flowers, with a little wind and the sun shining brightly. You can actually feel the wind and see it moving through the flowers in the movie as you enter this beautiful place with Anna. A visual representation of the golden fields of love is a great gift that the people who made this movie have given to all of us. I encourage you to watch this movie with the knowledge that this place truly exists 
and that you can visualize your limitless higher self going there for whatever healing you need and planting your feet in the flowers and being in this amazing garden. It's a lovely thing to do before sleep or if you awake in the middle of the night or whenever you feel the need or desire. Although Anna's healing was instantaneous, not all healing is. For many of us, it's gradual, happening in small increments. As those of you who are regular listeners know, I have been engaged in healing several conditions in my body, including scoliosis, which is a curved spine. My spine has been healing slowly over more than 30 years. Other conditions of mine have healed more quickly. What I do know is that my body is transforming in ways that the Western medical profession does not believe possible. Like our guest today, I was a researcher. In fact, in addition to getting a PhD, doing postdoctoral work at Yale and having my research published in professional journals, I was director of research for a local school district. All of that research didn't prepare me for understanding the healing that I know has happened and is happening in my body. Healing is possible that goes beyond our current medical understanding, just like communication with the dead is possible. Anna's description of her communication, while on the other side, is similar to what I have experienced and to what my guest describes. Anna says no words were actually spoken. She said she didn't use her voice. She didn't see any spiritual beings and no spiritual Spirit spoke out loud to her. She just knows with absolute certainty that she was having a silent conversation. We will hear more about spiritual communication from our guest today, Matthew McKay. He has a PhD as a clinical psychologist, professor at the Wright Institute in Berkeley, California, and founder and publisher at New Harbinger Publications. In 1979, he co-founded Haight-Ashbury Psychological Services in San Francisco and served as its clinical director for 25 years. Currently, he is director of the Berkeley Cognitive Behavior Therapy Clinic. He has explored spiritual and afterlife issues in two previous books and is the author of numerous professional and self-help psychology books. His latest book is Seeking Jordan. Dr. McKay can be reached at SeekingJordan.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Connecting with Your Soul, Asking and Receiving, or to schedule one in your area. Then click on store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, and go to calendar of events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Matthew McKay, who will talk with us about his journey from skeptic to, be- to believer and communicating with his dead son. Music. 
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 866 472 5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down who you would like to talk with who has died. I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Matthew McKay, who will talk with us about his journey from skeptic to believer and his direct communication with his son Jordan who has passed to the other side. Welcome Matt. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks very much for having me, Paula. Um you're welcome and I um would like it if you would begin by talking with us about your experience, your search for how to communicate with your son and how you finally arrived at a method to do that. Well, when Jordan died, um, he was 23 and uh, a young man whose life ahead of him. And I think I had the reaction that any parent would have, that anyone has who loses someone they love deeply. And, uh, and I wanted to know whether he still existed. Uh, and 
was aware of us, uh, whether he still loved us, uh, and also, was he okay? Was he happy where he was? And I just felt this tremendous need to answer those questions and to try to make contact with him in some way. I started uh, just by uh, going to Chicago, uh, visiting Dr. Alan Botkin there, who developed a method called induced after-death communication. And it's, and it's a derived from and, and, and based on, on something called EMDR, eye movement, desensitization and reprocessing, which is really a, a treatment I use with my own patients, but it's, it's, it's a treatment for trauma. Uh, Botkin had discovered by accident that a small variant in how you do that process um, allowed people to actually have communication with loved ones that they <clears throat> they had a traumatic loss where they, they had, uh, the person had died and there was just a lot of grief. And this this technique that he stumbled on allow them to have direct communication. So I went back to Chicago, I went through the process, and uh, I did have the experience of, of really hearing Jordan's voice. I, it was as if he was speaking to me directly in, in the room. I uh, heard the timbre of his voice, the quality of uh, his tone, uh, and he said uh, the things that I needed to hear. Uh, he also had a message for his mother. He was telling me very clearly that he was... He was present, he loved us, he was watching over us, and he was very happy uh, where he was. So I, I got to hear directly from him the, those two things that I, I so deeply needed to know. Um, but but I, somehow that, that lifted my spirit tremendously. I can't even begin to tell you, but I... I still hunger to actually have a conversation with him. In life, we'd had hundreds and hundreds of conversations uh, around the kitchen table uh, about everything and, and anything, and and I still I still hunger to actually have a, a reciprocal conversation where we could talk back and forth. And I went to uh, psychologist Ralph Metzner, who specializes in after death communication, and he taught me a method all channeled writing. It's also sometimes called automatic writing. It's a method that really goes back thousands of years. It's referred to in ancient texts. And it's not uh, its not hard to do. You don't have to be clairaudient or clairvoyant or have any great special powers to do it. Uh, I learned to do it, and I began to have direct communication to Jordan through channeled writing. Um, and for the first time, I was able to ask questions and get answers, and ultimately the book, much of the book came out of uh, essentially Jordan's answers to my questions about uh, the cosmos, how, how things work, where, where do we go after death, uh, what's the purpose of life. So the more I asked questions, the more detailed uh, this, this picture of the afterlife became. Uh, ultimately, Jordan decided to write a book with me and, and outlined the whole book in about five minutes and and then over the course of a year and a half uh, he essentially dictated a lot of the material in the book and I, I was the scribe. So how do you know that I, I, I'm, I'm going to be the skeptic here how do you know that these aren't things you made up because you wanted them to be true? 
I think that's a really, really important question. And I think the first thing I want to say very truthfully is you cannot put aside uh, doubt. Uh, In the quest for uh, communicating to the other side, I think doubt and seeking go right together, and, and, and you're never, ever going to reach a, a point where you have absolute certainty that, that you, you found the truth. Um, <clears throat> but that said, there are ways of corroborating the experience. For example, uh, a um, medium who was uh, working with our publishing company uh, and is working on a book with our, our publishing company, um, uh, said out of the blue, uh, oh, you're, you're working on a book with your dead son. And only at that, at that time, only six people in the world knew that. She had absolutely no way of having that information. So somehow that information, and she said, I'm, I'm in communication with this young man who died violently, and I, I, I'm, 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 my understanding he's your son, and he's writing a book with you. So uh, that was the beginning of, of corroboration uh, that, was actually uh, happened over a number of uh, encounters uh, with her and others where I was getting information from independent sources uh, about uh, about communicating with Jordan about the book and so forth. Uh, other, other people in my life have had uh, visitations from Jordan, uh, vivid dreams or actually experiencing his presence. Uh, and communicating things to them that verified aspects of what he has told me in the book. So uh, I've had that experience, that uh, the doubt, and yet I've had what he's told me corroborated by multiple independent sources. And and I I agree with you. I mean, I've had those kinds of experiences as well, where information comes to me from more than one source and then it's hard to doubt or I've even had an experience where I was pushed from behind literally pushed and there was no one anywhere in sight Um, and it was you know kind of wake up um, we're trying to get your attention (laughs) and they did (laughs) Um, so I, um, I I do understand what you're saying and I and I also do channeled writing um, or automatic writing, but not everybody understands what that means. Could you explain that to us, please? Yeah, uh, it, it actually, uh, t- there's several pieces to it that are important. Uh, to, if you're going to do this and if you want to communicate to, to someone on the other side, first thing is you have to get into a, a, a place or an environment that, in which you feel grounded in which you feel kind of a connection to your to your sense of self. Uh, I use a desk that my parents gave me when I was eleven, so it's it, it it's an object that reaches into my childhood and connects me to people I love from uh, different eras of my life. Uh, so I sit at that desk. The second thing you need is an object of focus. I just use a candle that. Uh, sits behind a blue glass mask that my daughter gave me from from Mexico, and the, uh, that flickering candle becomes the object of focus. You also need an object to connect you to the loved one that you who you want to communicate to. 
uh, and I use a little business card that Jordan had printed up uh, when he was in high school that says Jordan McKay, CEO, uh, Omega Technologies. And, it would, and I keep that because it reminds me of, of his humor and his audacity because he would use this card. And it, and there was no uh, Omega Technologies, but he used the card to get into uh, all these t- uh, high-tech trade shows uh, <laughs> in Silicon Valley. And so I re- it reminds me of him, and I use that card as, as my object to connect. Um, you also need to get into a receptive state. Um, and to do that, I use just uh, ordinary Vipassana meditation, uh, breath-focused meditation, until I, I reach a place where I can feel just uh, subjectively, intuitively, that uh, I'm ready to communicate. Once those, those elements are in place, uh, you literally write out the question. Uh, you're, you're now in a receptive place. You, you write out the question uh, for your loved one. And for me, I just wait until a word shows up uh, in my awareness. And uh, when the word shows up, very shortly afterwards, a sentence will follow that word. Uh, and then a flow of sentences will start. And I... Um, it often happens so fast that I'm downloading the information before I can even write it down. I mean, it's it's often very very the ideas arrive fully formed, and the and, the, and you have to catch up with the words as as uh, as you write. Um, and then when it stops and the answer is complete, and you write the next question, I'll write the next question, and I'll wait for the the sentences to start. So it, for me, it's, um, it's it's actually this very simple process, uh, and uh, people are able to do this who have no special powers. Um, you're just your your desire to reach across the, that that curtain between life and death is all that you need, and 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 it gets yourself into a, a, a state of receptivity. Those are the elements of automatic writing. And the rewards are so powerful to feel that connection and to learn so much as well. You, you've you learned a tremendous amount about the spiritual world and life um, a, as we know it on earth. What, what has been most powerful for you? For me, the, the, the central message that Jordan has has given me over and over and over again uh, is that there is really essentially no difference between the living and the dead. Uh, as souls, we go through many, many cycles of reincarnation, going uh, through death back into the life between lives or the, or the afterlife, uh, digesting and learning from what we experienced uh, in our most recent incarnation, and then re-entering the physical world again for yet another life, and um, and that this process it goes on over literally hundreds of, of lives, but that the living and the dead, the souls that are incarnate, souls that are embodied, and souls who are uh, in spirit, their relationship remains the same. The love is unbroken. The connection is unbroken, and the souls who are in spirit are just a thought away, literally 
a, a thought about that soul opens the channel, and and that recept. If you have the receptivity, uh, the openness to listen, um, you can begin to get um, direct communication from the other side. So there's no difference between the living and dead. We're all in it together, and the love is unbroken. That's the, the core of what I have learned from Jordan. Um, and, and that's so powerful uh, and, and beautiful. And I, I know you also um, still experience a lot of pain um, around the loss of your son, who was only 23 when he was brutally murdered and taken from you in this life. And so how, how do you use that pain? What is that? Um, how has that pain affected your life? Well, the pain uh, of missing him, of not being able to hug him, of not being able to um, have his physical presence in, our, in my life and not, and not to be able to watch him grow and develop as a person is, as, as anyone can imagine, uh, is, is, is very large. But that pain also has a purpose. Um, that pain, that loss, um, has driven me to seek him, and also driven me to to, to grow spiritually, to um, to learn about spirit, and and to really try to learn more about why we're here. What what is our purpose to come to this, this such a difficult planet? And, and face the pain we do. Uh, what, what is this? What is the pain teaching us? Uh, you know, in my particular case, it's 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 the loss. What is that teaching me? But all of us face uh, huge struggles and challenges in this life. There's lots of pain here. And what Jordan has told me is really the purpose of life is is learning. It's not we're not here to to be you know to be, for salvation earn a place in heaven uh, we're, we're here just to learn that is why we come here and 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 why we come to a physical place that's full of pain is that there are certain kinds of learning that happen in a physical environment where where pain is great that cannot be experienced in the afterlife in the spirit world there is no pain in the spirit world love is effortless Love is just a matter of, of, of telepathy and, and, and connection, and, and love is the atmosphere that, that surrounds spirits. But here, in the physical world, we have to love in the face of pain. We have to learn how to love while, while struggling through physical and emotional pain to do so. And the learning that comes from that cannot be had on the other side. We have to come here to learn these lessons, and the lessons that we learn uh, are essentially uploaded into the spirit world and become knowledge that is that that all of consciousness has. So we're out. We, we come here to learn, and what we learn, we bring back. It's sort of like bees going out to gather nectar, bringing it, bringing it back to the hive for the whole. We're, we're gathering wisdom and knowledge and learning. Uh, and bringing it back to the all, to the divine. 
thank you um, so much um, because we all have our own pain and to know that we can use it to learn to grow and then it goes back into the collective consciousness for all of us to grow and um, to grow in, in as a civilized, uh, um, I guess, world, um, as a, a civilized species, and also um, sending that love throughout the world and to heaven and back again. Let's pick up with that That um, after the break. Um, this is absolutely fascinating. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You will receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking, continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal more profoundly and at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected. Now on your paper, write down what you're going to do to start communicating with your dead loved ones. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Matthew McKay for more on moving from skeptic to believer and communication with those who have passed away and more learning about the universe. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 
You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down what you're going to do to start communicating with your dead loved ones. And I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Matthew McKay to talk more about this topic. Um, Matt, we we were just touching um, at the end of uh, the last segment on the um, really on what God is and uh, how we uh, are all one. So I would really like it if you would talk uh, more about that. Well, Jordan has told me and been very clear with me that that really God is all of us. All of consciousness is God, and collective consciousness is what creates everything, created the universe. Uh, so, the, so the God uh, that we sometimes think of in, in formal religions uh, of, a, of a, an old man with a beard um, is really uh, a, a collective knowledge or awareness of, or collective consciousness that every one of us is part of. And God is not perfect. God, like each of us, is continuing to develop. Collective consciousness, the all, the divine, continues to develop and grow, uh, continues to grow in wisdom and knowledge. Uh, and as God grows, as all of us collectively grow and develop, we create new and more beautiful universes in which to uh, interact and and, and and facilitate more growth and knowledge. Uh, the way Jordan explains the universe to me is just it's like a, a play structure, and uh, God or collective consciousness sends these little bits of consciousness, us, the souls, out to interact with this physical universe and learn from it and grow in it, and then bring all of that knowledge and wisdom back to collective consciousness, and ultimately it will make a new universe and a new, more beautiful place structure that we will go out and learn in. Uh, so, so God continues to evolve. We all, as part of God, continue to evolve. Uh, and everything we do uh, is, is about that, is about learning our own individual learning and the ultimate, ultimately the, the learning and growth, development, evolution of all of us as God. So... We're here to, uh, and the thing, the other thing that Jordan has said to me is that uh, you know our greatest mistake is really just a minor event. Uh, it, it it is simply a chance to learn. The greatest mistake we make, the flaws we struggle with, these are all opportunities to learn. That's that's really all they amount to, and they and that we never never run out of time because the lessons uh, that we didn't learn in one life are are just going to be accomplished in another life, learned in another life, or the life between lives. And, uh, and you know, sometimes he talks about karma, too, because karma is really just our lesson plan. It's not about, you know, being punished for mistakes. Uh, we just keep having the same situation show up again and again in one life and actually spilling into another life 
until we learn a new and more wise response to those situations. And karma is just um, how these lessons keep be presenting themselves until we learn them. Um, and there's and 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 if we fail to learn them on day one, we we may learn it on day twenty or year twenty or three lifetimes from now. But again, there's no rush. That's what we're here for to learn. And and our mistakes are not sins. They are not morally wrong. They are just opportunities to keep learning. Yes, there's no judgment. They're just, it, it is what it is. And it's how we respond to it. Do, do we learn from it or do we just punish ourselves um, and hurt ourselves with regret and guilt and shame and blame and all the other things that distract us from looking at who we are, what uh, the result of our choices are, and what new choices do we want to make that will lead us on a better path and send more positive energy into the universe. That's exactly right. And every every choice we make, there, there, there are essentially two directions to go, toward love or away from love, uh, toward, toward uh, connection and, and awareness of, our, of how we're all one or away from that toward disconnection. All our choices essentially come down to that very simple uh, binary. And, and I think anyone who thinks that they don't count, that they may have an unimportant role in life, that it's not the job that we have, it's who we are and who we are becoming and what we allow into our lives that's positive and put out into the world as positive. It's, we've sort of have, a, a, not sort of, we do have a very misguided idea of what success and meaningful lives are. That's exactly right. It's not whether you have a particular career or not, or you've achieved a certain financial status or not, and it's not whether you're married or not married or have a family or don't have a family. That's not the issue at all. The issue is, are you, um, are you choosing uh, love or are you choosing disconnection? Are you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you, and the lessons will keep presenting themselves, and the question is, are you learning them or not learning them? And, and particular kinds of achievement or particular shape your life may take is less important, so much less important than awareness, than noticing the lessons when they show up and doing your best to make choices from love. Yes, in fact, a question that I really like to ask myself is, what am I learning? What can I do differently? Am I making better choices today than I made yesterday? Exactly right. That's exactly right. And... And so we keep making choices, we keep learning, uh, until we transition to the other side. And, and, uh, and there is no loss, there is no tragedy. Um, and death, even though it may be momentarily a difficult process, uh, isn't tragic. Uh, it's just transiting from one part of our experience, our soul awareness, to another. Um, 
And we take all that we've learned with us, and we give it to all of consciousness. So every, and so everything we do here has huge purpose, has huge value. And, and what we achieve is not the issue. And what, what, how much money we make is not the issue. The issue is taking the, the, facing the difficult truths and struggles and the pain and taking everything we learn with us and giving it to all. I think that's really beautiful. And I just want to emphasize that it doesn't mean denying our pain. It means actually facing our pain and using it to grow um, and, and to learn and to grow in love because we can hold the pain and love in the same space. That's beautifully said. That's exactly right. Uh, we we have pain and we have love and we hold each of them. And pain, and we, and we have to learn how to do that. That's exactly right. We have to learn how to hold each of them and not and not drop love and, and let go of love uh, while we're struggling with pain. Um, and and we can't and we we can't fully love in this place uh, unless we do it with pain, unless unless we do it while we struggle, while while we feel physical and emotional pain. That's how we have to love here, and that's the crucial crucial lesson we're learning here: how to do that. So yes, we have to hold both of them. Thank you, and thank you for sharing your pain and love and wisdom and learning um, with us. Thank you so much, Matt, and I wish you a beautiful day. Thank you very, very much, Paula. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. And I'd like to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Dr. Matt McKay's book and to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, The Ohm Awakening, The Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. Click on the link to register for my Connecting With Your Soul Asking and Receiving Workshop and then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself to continue to grow and learn. As you begin to experience success, please send me another email so I can read it on the air and we can celebrate together. Please join us next Thursday when Brad Warner 
will help us understand Buddhism. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or an inspirational story to share, leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send me an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Oh,